It's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. Cag foreplay starring the shipwrecks. Welcome to Cheap Ass Gamer 4Play, episode number 62. It's May 6, 2009. I'm your host, Mrs. Shipwreck. And I am your host, Shipwreck. And we are back. It's been a little while. I did a show with Wombat for the last episode. Yeah, how'd that go? Uh, We were both really tired, so it didn't go so hot. Not so high energy. No, it wasn't the most high energy show in the world. Wombat kind of talked me into doing that one, I think, because uh, we were both exhausted, but he really wanted to put a show out. So uh, I, I agreed, but I really didn't have too much to say, mm-hmm. and I got pretty tired about halfway through it. <laughs> so hopefully this is... I'm I'm pretty awake tonight. Well, good. I'm kind of 50-50. It could go either way. I think I know how it'll go with you, but <laughs> it'll get about halfway through the show, and then, and then you'll be a little bit tired, but... Well, that's why I broke out the sweet tarts. Yeah, you're, you're, I see you rush. have a pile of... Chewy sweet tarts there from Halloween. Yeah, ha- you made me Halloween. take them out of the wrapper. Yeah, now, now we'll just be able to hear you chew them. Hey, it's sugar. It's going to work. Okay. It'll be fine. Sound, sounds good. We didn't have any Mountain Dew in the house. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> You're kind of counteracting with the Dos Equis there. Yes, but Dos Equis is in honor, is in honor of uh, Cinco de Mayo, which was yesterday, and I didn't drink a margarita or anything. <laughs> Since we we have so much ties to Cinco de Mayo, I mean, I don't know. That's just an excuse <laughs> to get drunk. I guess so. Oh, but it's better than what you're drinking. Are, are we doing this? We're, we're going to tell what we're drinking each show now, or something? Well, I don't. I didn't really like what you're drinking. It was a little, I don't know, too Bavarian for me. I guess I, I'm drinking the Christian Moorline Barbarossa Double Dark Double Dark Lager. And I like dark beer, but that's a little too dark. Bottled right here in Cincinnati. Maybe that's why I don't like it. I guess. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I enjoy it. It's good. Well, good. Okay. So, what have we been playing recently? I know what I've been playing. What have you been playing? Bookworm on my iPod. On or, your sorry, iPhone? on my iPhone. How's that going for you? Uh... Well, for the people who do not know what Bookworm is, somehow... They don't, don't know, know what who it doesn't is. know what bookworm is, but explain it a little it's bit. It's it's you make words. It's like boggle. Very good. That, that's a great explanation of it. It is. It's just like boggle. It's like boggle, but you have to. Uh, well, I guess it's exactly like boggle. It pretty is much. Yeah, it's exactly like boggle. Only the letters disappear, and then they fall down from the top. And if you don't make big enough words, tiles start falling that are on fire, and then your whole board burns up really i don't remember that from if the tiles on fire get to the bottom your bird board burns up interesting wow i can't even talk well you've been out of practice for a month i am out of practice but uh i've been playing a lot more than than that i haven't played any bookworm for the iphone you didn't buy it no i did not buy it well i i would just download it on your account onto my iphone can you do that certainly yeah it's just like it's the same license agreement that Music oh, yeah, and because of the music, I can license five yeah, computers five, five, devices. five devices or whatever. Yeah, somebody at work got a new iPhone, and I was teaching them about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good system. Yeah. But. I like the whole five five things. Except for when we forget to deauthorize something, and then that something dies. That's usually sad. Oh, okay. That hasn't happened too much. But I've actually been playing games not on the iPhone. Did you get a Chewy Sweet Tart stuck in there? <laughs> Gonna, gonna, gonna pry that out now, are we? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just, Chewy Sweethearts made me realize that I got a spot on the on my hard palate that's really sore, and I don't know why. Oh, okay. I mean, did I injure it? I don't remember injuring my soft palate or hard palate. I don't know. But I'm intrigued. The medical personality in me is intrigued. <laughs> as intriguing as it may be. <laughs> It's, well, it's hard. It's hard I, to it's talk not like about. I'm making noise. You didn't have to bring it up. Just go with the flow. It's just a little bit distracting when you're fish hooking yourself. <laughs> I'm not fish hooking myself. 
Um, Are we going to have to delete this whole intro and start over? Oh, no, we're good. Okay. We're I, good. I told you, I'm not deleting. We're keeping on going because I got some American Idol that I need to find out who gets kicked off. Well, I'm I'm sure we know who gets kicked off. You think you know? Yeah. Who Who do you think? I think it's either going to be Chris or the girl. I think it's Chris. But I don't think the girl should go. I think she's good. I'm not a big Danny Goki fan. Uh, neither am I. And I'm sure most of our listeners aren't either. I'm sure most of our listeners have already turned off the show. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm actually, a little worried about that. Okay, so what have you been playing? Because you've been playing decent things. I have. I've, I've been playing Dead Space, which I uh, had not played until last week at all. Mm-hmm. And that game is really good. Like, I knew it was good going into it, but I just thought it, it was just like, a, eh, it's, it's an okay game. Now, did but, you beat it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You said I, it wasn't very long. Uh, it was, what was it, 11 hours, I think? So I got fun. through it on my first my first run through. And I really like this game. Like It's uh, one of my top Xbox 360 or PS3 games, whatever. This generation of games, it's right up there. I mean, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's kind of survival horror-y type stuff, but it's more action-based. It's kind of like how Resident Evil 4 was, and I guess Resident Evil 5. I really haven't played much Resident Evil 5. Do you think it'll be your game of the year this year? Well, it was from last year. It would have definitely overtaken Rainbow oh. Six. For... Was Rainbow Six your game of the year last year for the PlayStation no, 3? No, Rainbow Six was my multi-platform oh. Oh, yeah. game of the year last year. Yeah, so this would have this would have overtaken that. Uh, but, yeah, if, if people still haven't played uh, Dead Space, definitely take a look at it. I think it's $30 or $40 now. So it just recently dropped in price. And, I mean, it's just a lot of fun. Like, there's... Little like there's not that much like really scary stuff, but it's tense the whole time, hmm. just because you're limited on ammo and the way the the monsters come out, you can't shoot them in the head and you can't shoot them in the body. Really, it doesn't hurt them much. Uh, you have to shoot off their limbs or cut off their limbs to, uh, to defeat them. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't I don't want to give away in the story, so I won't, I won't tell too much about it. But it's just there's a lot of things that you can do to kind of prevent. Uh, really bad outbreaks of these monsters throughout the game. So it, it's kind of fun just to go through and try to try to uh, take care of all of those things beforehand. And one tip for those people who haven't played it yet, because I did not realize this until I was four chapters into the game, mm-hmm. the boxes that have glowing green circles on them, you want to break those open. Those have ammo and health. <laughs> you didn't. It, I, I Twittered about this and other people said they did the same thing. Like, they were halfway through the game before they realized that there was stuff in those crates. So you're Twittering now? When did that happen? I've been Twittering for a while. Hmm. Yeah, I think we've covered this on last month's show. Really? Yeah. Were you Twittering last month? Yeah, I've been tw- I've been Twittering Twitter. for a while. I don't, I don't know how to Twitter. It's like updating your Facebook. Uh, Constantly? Yeah. But not with Facebook. No, you can link it to your Facebook. But Facebook Facebook is, is passe now. Now it's Twitter. So I'm behind? Yeah, yeah. Huh. I mean, Facebook still has its place, but Twitter's Twitter's the hot thing right now. And Twitter's it's getting, the new Facebook? Yeah, and it's getting ready to be overrun by all the companies that now have Twitter accounts. and Right. Ashton Kusher beat CNN or something. Right, yeah. Um, but... <laughs> this is the best show ever. You forgot. Well, at least it's on vibrate. Yeah, at least it's on vibrate. My that's that's the uh, the iPhone vibrate sound. Yeah, that's the weed control people for our lawn calling. Why are they calling right now? Because they keep trying to call. Because they keep trying to get us to sign up for uh, having our lawn sprayed. Have they seen our lawn? Because right now it's five inches tall. Yeah, we're getting a little bit of rain, and, and uh, we fertilize. And we fertilize right before the rain hits. So. Yeah. We've got maximum grass going right now. I'm waiting for the neighbors to complain. Okay, this is the worst video game <laughs> podcast ever. Uh, and we're going to go with it because really we have nothing to compare it to recently. And it's been kind of slow game-wise too, so I, I know oh, you... Oh, yeah. This this talk about Weed Killer is definitely better than at least 50% of the games I previewed in the past two weeks. Yeah. And you also played Avalon Code. I see, I have that on this list. You played that for a little while. How was that? Avalon Code was given to me via Wombat, mm-hmm. and it's a DS game that is a um, 
RPG, and it has uh, a battle system where you just, like, you can see the monsters on the map. So you can see them and choose to go around them or, or hit them. Okay. Um, and it's the one where you have this book that you hit them with the book and then you learn their characteristics. And so, like, maybe you have a monster that's ice-based or fire-based or you can take those characteristics away, make them a regular, like, kind of standard entry-level monster, and then you can defeat them easier. And you can take those same characteristics and put them onto your weapons. It sounds really good, and it was good, but I got bored with it. You got bored with You put, like, four hours into and it, it, and, and then I you're like, like, okay, I've had enough. I just can't. I mean, I think that the the aspects that they added that make it different with the book and the characteristics are good. But I just got, I mean, it was seemed like I kept running into the same monsters. And even though, yes, you could technically avoid them. There's also, every time you enter a cave, the caves have a set number of floors or levels. And you have to go through them like puzzles where each... Each floor is a different puzzle that you have to beat to get the door to open to the next one. So like a video game. (laughs) How else? Okay, so seriously, now how am I supposed to explain that? No, no, I understand what you're saying. But you're just being a jackass about it? Exactly. Okay. You do realize that... How's that sweetheart? It's good. Now I don't really care that I'm eating sweethearts. You know what? I like how you... Everything you told me I'm not allowed to do during the show, (laughs) I'm doing it. I'm going to cough. I'm going to drink into the microphone. I don't care. Because if you're allowed to be a jackass, then whatever. <laughs> Who cares about my sweet darts? Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. The game got boring. Apparently, if I expand anymore, you'll make fun of me. Oh, no. No. I've just... I know you didn't like the game, so I didn't want to spend a ton of time on it. But I think you explained why you didn't like it, I think. I've been talking for, like, 30 seconds. What are you, Mr. I don't want to spend a ton of time on it? Are you serious? <laughs> All the crap going back in our episodes that you have talked about? Well, do you have anything else to say about Avalon Code? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm done with Avalon Code. I don't know that I'll pick it up again. No, I doubt you will. Maybe that we can make that our prize this week. Avalon Code? Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll give away Avalon code. I'll send it to somebody. Maybe they'll want it. Maybe they'll like it. You, you certainly put the hard sale, sale on it there. So uh, It's not a bad game. I just got bored. Eh, fair enough. Uh, I also played through Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars for mm-hmm. the DS. And you spent an entire lunch at McDonald's telling me about this game. Did I? Mm-hmm. I don't even remember that. <laughs> yep. What did I say? I kind of tuned you out a lot. <laughs> okay. But you talked about how it was the same city, so a lot of it was very similar. Mm-hmm. It all takes place in Liberty City. And the, but there were a lot more individual tasks because you had to make money in order to progress. You had to and do so, uh, drug trades. Right. So you were kind of stuck in a spot where you were trying to raise a certain amount of money, so you were just doing a lot of drug trades, and that mm-hmm. was getting kind of boring because you had to drive all over the city. Correct. And that was getting boring. Uh, yeah, fortunately that didn't... After that particular spot in the game, mm-hmm. I didn't really have that much trouble raising money after that. But that is your main source of income in the game mm-hmm. is just driving – like one dealer will want a certain type of Yeah, of I drug. think they understand the concept of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. Our audience has played video games before. <laughs> I'm fairly positive that the the guy that wants heroin and the guy that's selling heroin aren't going to be right next to each other. No, they're on opposite sides. <laughs> exactly. What you have to do is take the heroin to the guy <laughs> from the guy who has the you heroin. You buy low and sell high. And exactly. And you get little email alerts that tell you, hey, I'm selling heroin cheap. And then you get an email from another guy that says, hey, I want to buy heroin for a lot of money. I'm pretty sure it's the same, um, what's it called, uh, the, the big system Stock market. they develop it on. No, like, um, it's the same Supply engine. Supply and demand? No, engine. Engine <laughs> oh, was engine. the word that I was looking okay. for that they do Animal Crossing on. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This could work the same the same right. way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as a, a GTA That's game. That's what I want to see. Grand Theft Auto Animal Crossing. I think there's been mock-ups before on that online. It would be pretty funny. It would at least change up the Animal Crossing franchise. So. <laughs> it, may, it might make me want to play it again. We'll get to some Animal Crossing stuff later in the show. 
We will? Yes. Was uh, there an Animal Crossing game that came out? Yeah, yeah. And I didn't get to preview it? No, I took care of them. Uh, but <laughs> Good. The, yeah, uh, the Grand Theft Auto, the storyline I thought was actually pretty decent for, for a uh, DS game. And the length of it was just right for me. How long did it take you It to took play? me eight hours to play pretty much just the story elements. Like my save file says I'm 50% done with the game. So, right. but there's obviously a lot more stuff to do. Yeah, there's a lot more stuff to do, but I didn't find that stuff all that interesting to do. Like right. the rampages and the ambulance missions and all that stuff. It just, I don't know. In, in the overhead perspective you're in, it just doesn't carry that much fun. With like, it's not a game like the old Grand Theft Autos where you go around and you just want to see how much havoc you can create and right. see get your star levels up. So, I didn't do any of that stuff. But the main game was. About eight hours long, which is perfect for me because it's about the length of what it takes usually to get through, like, one island in a main Grand Theft Auto game, mm-hmm. which is about the point I'm done. You're sick of Grand yeah, Theft Auto. I'm done with the concept. So I, I, I think it's a really good game. I mean, it, it's already down. It's been down to $20 at Best Buy already. So It's probably dropped in price since you've been talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I see how this episode's going to go. I'm, I'm sensing so, a lot of animosity. So from Best episode. Buy, yes, from Best Buy. Uh, no, it wasn't from Best Buy. It was from Best or Blockbuster, the Blockbuster clearance. Oh yeah, the, we that was since we had the last show. We went to like eight Blockbusters in one day. Yeah, and we picked up Sonic Chronicles for the DS. Got and you a played lot some of games. That. Uh, yes, yes, I did. Um, it's good. It, hmm, it seems like it's been a long time ago. So the thing about Sonic Chronicles is number one, there are way too many characters because crappy you, friends. You keep adding the yes, you keep adding the crappy friends into your party, and it gets to the point where Big the Cat is in there, right? Oh, He's confirmed. Absolutely. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> okay. I, I'm I've already gotten seven friends, including like in addition to Sonic. Oh, of course, yeah, right. So, um, can you name all, your, all the crappy friends? There's the bat, rogue, and there's tails, mm-hmm. and there's shadow, and there's big, and there's Doctor Robotnik. He's in your party. Yes, awesome. And there's who's the other girl? Is he uh, Robotnik or is he Eggman? He's Eggman. Okay. I I refuse to acknowledge that name. Um, I Amy. Amy. Yeah, she's there. Who else? Oh, that's good enough. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't really matter. Okay, so you ex- you explore these different locations, and there's there's rings to collect. It's a top down view. It so it kind of reminds me initially. It reminded me a little bit of Zelda, where you're wandering around and fighting the enemies. Okay. But when you hit the enemies, you go into a RPG type battle. So you have moves. Now is it? I'm picturing something like uh, is it like Paper Mario at all, where it's got kind of like action moves to it, or are you just simply picking a character and saying attack? You're picking a character. Okay. Saying attack. Uh-huh. Picking your attack. Uh-huh. Or if you want to defend, or if you want to use an item. I mean, it's it's standard RPG gameplay at that point. Okay, so there's no... But like, okay. when you do your attacks, you, you can do special moves that involve the touch screen. Okay. The touch screen, not sensitive. I think twice in the entire game, I got a perfect special move. And I am exaggerating a little bit. But I calibrated my touchscreen three times while playing that, thinking that something's got to be wrong because I don't understand why. I mean, and it's not hard things. It's like, you know, hit this spot, then hit this spot, then hit this spot. And it would tell me, no, no, you missed those. Now, you were playing this on your DSi, right? Yeah. Uh, Hopefully nothing's wrong with your DSi. We haven't really played anything else besides that on it, right? I don't know. I mean, it calibrates okay. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe other people had that problem, but I got so frustrated using the special moves with the touchscreen. And then you like keep playing the same people over and over, and you only have four characters in your party at a time. You play, keep playing the same robots or same enemies over and over and over. So I probably put, I don't know, five hours I have six hours into it, and I'm done. I don't need to keep playing it. You can, oh, really? You should play it. I'll take that one over, because I, I am ready to start a new game on the DS. I feel like, and I don't know why, but I feel like my patience with the 
DS as far as I I just I don't know. I tend to be more predisposed to boredom with DS games. Hmm. Well, I mean, they're But it doesn't quite make sense to me because like then I play, you know, I play Bookworm all the time, which is the same thing, but it's one of those games that you play knowing it's going to be the same thing over and over again. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I just if I have to stay, fight the same enemies over and over and over again, I'm done. I mean, that was the thing about, like, games that I really love on the DS, like um, Touch Detective. There's no fighting of enemies over and over again. You're you're going looking for clues, but the story's constantly progressing. You know well, what I mean? But you liked Mana Kamiya on the PS2. Weren't you kind of doing the same thing there? Right. But, that, but that's my point. Okay. I'm predisposed to not wanting games like that on the DS. Oh, okay. You, you just won't I don't want mind them on the DS. sitting in front of a console and going to the same spots and playing. And see, I'm almost see, the, the thing, exact the opposite. Thing, the thing with Manakamiya is they made them into tasks, and I got grades for them. So it was like there were constantly rewards for that instead of okay. Like in a game, there's always the goal. Okay, where are you either you're going to a location, you're trying to find some item or something like that, and when it's fighting the same enemies over and over and over again on the way to getting where I'm going, that's annoying. Uh, okay, But, yeah. like, in Manakamiya, it was like, okay, you've got these eight tasks you need to do. You can do them in any order. And even though you're fighting in the same areas, you're getting amounts of money, you're getting different um, prizes for doing those things. So though that was my my destination. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't know. There just wasn't enough progression in Sonic, so. Well, uh, I think that's pretty much it for what you've been playing. I know we went shopping some. We went to the Best Buy uh, $10 clearance that happened last week. Right, and we ended up mainly buying mostly DVDs or Blu-rays because. Well, we got we got some of the $10 games as well. We got uh, Command & Conquer 3, Red Alert, uh, Red Alert 3, I guess. I always get those messed know. around. And uh, picked up Silent Hill Homecoming, which I've played about an hour of that uh, just yesterday. I haven't. I mean, we didn't get anything that I wanted to play. No, not not really. I mean, no, not at all. No, no. We got five games. We got Infinite Undiscovery, Operation Darkness, and Prince of Persia DS. Right. Uh, I've beaten Prince of Persia DS, so... Right. I can talk about that just a little bit. It all controls with the stylus. And you found that annoying. I found that it's a decent idea, but the pacing of it and the response of the DS, the stylus, well, is he, not all that great. What you need to do is take that game and put it in a DSi. Because that'll tell you whether or not there's something wrong with the DSi. Because you've already played it through on the DS. Mm-hmm. So if... The touchscreen on the DSi is considerably slower, and you find yourself not not getting the same response, then you know. Okay, I could, I could try that out. I mean, because what are you going to do? Play Sonic and then go, seems fine to me. Yeah, yeah, I could try it out with, with Prince of Persia then. But the storyline takes place after the uh, console version of the latest Prince of Persia. So I know that means... Nothing to you since you don't know anything about the story. I'm not going to ruin any of the story. Well, no, I mean, I, I know things about the story, but not recently. Yeah. Uh, but, so you have a different person helping you. Uh, it's not Elika in this in this uh, iteration of Prince of Persia. It's this little magical guy. And so once you find him, he has different abilities than the prince does, obviously. So once you find him, the mechanics get a little bit more exciting because by holding down any button and touching, then you do his powers. So there'll be, like, orbs floating in the air that you can, like, grab onto and swing both you and the prince up. Or there could be puzzles to solve where you have to drag something to explode a wall. Mm-hmm. That type of stuff. And it, the idea and the concept works really well. But the first stage of the game is really slow-paced. And then in the middle, there's a really slow-paced section where you have to do things like independently with you only had the magic guy, then you only had the prince guy, and you had to kind of like go back. And it's forth. almost like working your way through a river lock system, like right, right. Yeah, you have to get this with the prince, and then this with the magic guy, and then so forth. And then after that, it kind of gets away from that and gets more actiony 
to where it's more like the latest console game where you're just running and you're trying to platform and you're trying to figure out your way to get through the environments. And that works great until you get to the points where you know what you're trying to do and the stylist thinks you're trying to do something else and you just keep on running off of platforms. Yeah, that's generally not a good thing. No, but the check, there's a lot of checkpoints, so I think they that was kind Realized, of their concession right. that you weren't going to get these controls right all the time. It took about, I don't know, maybe four or five hours to play through. So for $10, I thought it was a decent buy, but anything yeah. more than that... Maybe not so much. Maybe not, yeah. Um, and okay. then I did play some of Operation Darkness, which is, of course, the turn-based uh, World War II games with werewolves and vampires. Yeah, you you weren't to the vampire part, or you weren't... No, I'm not to the supernatural part yet. Mm, that uh, sounds interesting. I know it's not a very gr- good game, but it's kind of relaxing, and it doesn't take that much thought for a strategy game, which I appreciate. <laughs> which is nice. I mean, sometimes you need a game that's just kind of mind-numbing. Yeah, so I'm working my way through that and Silent Hill Homecoming right now. Silent Hill Homecoming, uh, yeah, there's still uh, creepy stuff going on in Silent Hill. All right, well, let's move on to the show last week. We had a contest. Well, you, last, last month. Week. <laughs> last month. Okay. Uh, last show's contest was for Ready to Rumble Revolution for the week, courtesy of Atari. And the question was, what other Dreamcast game would you like to see given new life on the Wii? And the winner is... Lowercase V, lowercase V, lowercase V. V, V, V. <laughs> Who said Choo Choo Rocket 2? It would be good with the Wiimote since it works well as a cursor. There were a lot of people that suggested Choo Choo Rocket. Well, hopefully somebody will pick up on that idea. Yeah, it seems like a good uh, WiiWare title, if nothing else. And we also had a contest for DSi Swag, which was um, a poll on whether you were buying a DSi or not. 36% said that they would or already have. Which I thought was... Low. Uh, No, I thought that was pretty high for CAGs. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. A uh, poll on whether... Oh no, sorry. This is the problem. I can't read. Uh, winner. <laughs> the winner is Shady3011, who said, I'll be buying it at launch because I'm a consumer whore. And so am I. That's, yes, We got are. one. <laughs> so, yes. uh, congratulations. Uh, I do like it better. Yeah. Although, the the weirdest thing that I didn't think I would be bothered by is that I'm bothered by the texture. You don't I like don't the matte like, finish. I don't like the matte. It bothers me. Hmm. And I don't, I mean, I know why they do that, because then it doesn't show fingerprints, and really when your target audience is 10-year-olds, you really don't want it to show fingerprints, but it... Well, their target audience, I don't know if you could even say that they have a target audience. It's right. everyone But you now. know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't, yeah. I, I, I like the matte finish, sorry. I don't know, it just t- takes some getting used to. What I do like about it is that it seems... Um, like, the corners are more square, and it's definitely smaller to fit in my hands, which I like. Hmm. Um, so, VVV and Shady3011, PM me your contact information, and I will send out those prizes. So, we need to come up with a contest now, since I volunteered to give away Avalon code. Okay. Um, well... So, First thing that comes off your minds are contest. So the whole thing about Avalon Code was that the one thing it does different is the whole hitting people with the book thing. Okay. Changing monsters' characteristics. So there's a whole lot of things that in games right now that are pretty standard that we take for granted, but at one point they were brand new. Okay. So my question is... <laughs> What is something that, like, when it came out, everyone was like, oh, this is so weird, or this is so great, and now we're like, well, yeah, all games should have that. You know, like, bullet time and stuff like that. Okay, so, so, what, or the question is... This is pretty easy. Just talk about something. <laughs> talk about something. <laughs> pretty much it. Okay, that seems like a good contest. That's what I got on the fly. Yeah. Hey, it's better than some you've come up with. I'm sure it is. I'm, I guarantee that. <laughs> Wombat's uh, equally as good about coming up with stuff. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're moving to new releases now. And multi-platform games, we have... Uh, first one you did, it was Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian. So you pretty much know because this is based on a movie that's coming out, and it's a children's movie, I guess, in all you know respects, even though I'm excited about seeing it. Um, it's an adventure-slash-puzzle game, and... 
it's probably going to be an okay game, but these games are never <laughs> I'm, I'm sure amazing. I don't think any Ben Stiller game has been amazing quite yet. They're still working on it. I mean, you had you had uh, Dodgeball, I think. Was there a game? Uh, what? No, there wasn't. It wasn't a Dodgeball game. There was. I'm thinking of the Christopher Walken ping pong movie, Balls of Fury. Yeah. No. So is this Ben Stiller's first game? It might be Ben Stiller's first game. I don't know. Do you know if there was a Night at the Museum game? Uh, I don't believe that there was one for the first movie. Okay. So moving on. Possibly on the DS, but I don't, I don't believe so. Moving on. Velvet Assassin. That came out last week, and uh, that is based loosely off a uh, British spy during World War II, a female spy. And she has to infiltrate uh, Nazi France, I think, is where most of the mission, most of the missions take place. Uh, the catch is that all her missions are flashbacks because she's in a hospital bed. And so, like bullet time, she has something called morphine power. I think it's morphine power. It's morphine time, I'll call it. Okay. And during those times, she can uh, pop out and... She gets a little nighty on. All right, and we're then... done. <laughs> no, no, we're done. If you want a female spy in World War II with a nighty, sold. Yeah. Seriously, they're trying to sell this game for $60? Uh, yeah, and it probably is not going to go too well because uh, the reviews for this have not been stellar. Gee, I wonder why. Yeah, it's, really? it's a really hardcore stealth game. So speaking With a lot of, of trial and error. Speaking of not good reviews, X-Men Origins Wolverine. And nothing to do with the game, not so good reviews on the movie. That's not much of a surprise. It made $160 million. That's not much of a surprise either. They probably spent $160 million on advertising We were going movie. to go see it, and then the commission talked us out of it. Yeah, that... that I think the commercials kind of started talking me out of it. It depends on which preview you saw. There was one preview that we saw in the theater when yeah, we went to right. see that movie that was horrible that I made you go see with Julia Roberts, Duplicity. Yeah. That one looked okay. But then the movie that we saw was bad, so I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so we might have horrible taste so in movies. So we just have horrible... Exactly. Uh, but the game, I played the demo, it was... A, it was a, it was actually pretty decent. Well, you said that this was a game before the movie was a movie. Yeah, apparently they had started working on this before the movie tie-in had started. Which is probably the saving grace for the game. Right. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure most people put the demo of that by now and know whether or not they like it or not. Again, for $60, probably a bit much for it. Yeah. But, of course, is it going to drop in price? So for the Wii, The Destiny of Zorro. Yeah, uh, a new Zorro game. It looked pretty bad. You you can build up this power though. I'm gonna call it Z power or Z time. And uh, see, these are all all good submissions for my contest. <laughs> they are. Maybe somebody's gonna be like morphine time. So the best thing ever. Yeah. So so by doing a bunch of Zoro like events, mm-hmm. then you build up to where you can unleash and and making Z motion on the screen and do a super move. Okay. Yeah. That's enough about oh, Zorro. Oh, that's the end? That's oh, the end. I was waiting for the good part. No, that's it. Oh, okay. Then he does some more Zorro stuff. Good. Uh, Fantasy Aquarium World for the Wii. Yeah, that is a $20 uh, aquarium game. The only interesting thing about it, really, is that you can trade your fish in your aquariums with other people online. Hmm. Do you have to feed them or they die? Uh, I do not know that. Sorry. That is not on the box art. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, Klonoa. So in order to try and kind of, you know, quote, preview this, you made me play Klonoa 2 from the PlayStation 2. But this is actually a port of the Klonoa that was released on the PlayStation. Yeah, they're similar. Klonoa doors of something. or Phantom Eel. Fan- I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's... The thing that I didn't like about Klonoa is that it's 2D. Well, 2.5D. Not that I hold anything against 2D games. 2.5D messed with my head. I, it gave me a headache. And I and it's supposed to be one of the best 2.5D games. And as a platform, it was good. I mean, it's two, it's just two buttons. It's really dated now. I'm... I, I enjoyed it okay back in the day, but we... Okay, yeah. but see, everyone is giving all... Like, ever all the previews... 
I don't are care. Are people going, oh, this is the best game. I'm so glad they the, ported it. And I'm no. just like sitting there going, really? No. It, this is, I think these are all like past, like, like they, they're looking through it with rose-colored glasses here. Like, this is like, something oh, they played it's the 10 years ago. Talking. Yeah. yeah, this is something they played 10 years ago. And back in those days, like, games like this and Pandemonium was a game similar to this that I, I really had, liked. Yeah. But and, now... I know not to go back to Pandemonium. And they just ported that to the iPhone. Well, I, so I went, I had never played Klonoa before. Right. And I set you down in front of it. And it and was awful. It's, it's pretty slow. It was awful. Yeah. And it, the background moves in a different relation, like the camera moves in a different relationship to the background sometimes. And so you're not always quite sure where the dimensions are and, the two-button thing threw me, although this game actually has Wiimote controls, so... Okay. I That, to me, was it, like... It is crap. only $30, so if you are interested in checking out what Klonoa is all about, I guess... 30 bucks is a lot of money to find out that you hate a game. <laughs> Seriously, if you're at all interested in finding out what Klonoa is all about, pop the PlayStation version into some game, some system that you have that'll play it. Uh, the PlayStation version is probably not that cheap, though. Well, then try and find the PlayStation 2 version. How about just not play it? Yeah, let's go with You that. don't need to play Kanoa, trust us. I, I didn't like it. If you I need to play, hate mail play, the, that. play some of the Game Boy Advance ones, because those are just true 2D. And yeah, so, so those work better. out all right. Uh, another platformer coming out this week for the Wii, another redone platformer, is new play control Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. Is this the one that came with the... Uh... Bongos. Drums, yeah. Yeah, this we is one of like the bongo eight games. pairs of bongos. No, nah, we only get two. Do we need two? Oh, yeah. Everybody needs at least two. But they don't work with this game. What? They they disabled the, the bongo support. So you you have to play with the nunchuck and the Wiimote? Yes, but you do, do you hold not... Do you like maracas? No, you do not play them like drums, is the interesting thing. They have turned this into a, a more traditional... No, like... no rhythm. No? Just just more traditional platformer. You control them with the analog stick. Uh, it's not all motion controls. It's just more of a platformer. Of course, you do have Wii Motion stuff built into it. Like when you do boss fights and everything. And some of the jumping, I think, involves moving the, the controllers. But it actually sounds like it might be a better way to control the game. Yeah, I'm intrigued. But I didn't gonna, like controlling things with the bongos. I'm not going to pay you another $30 to check it out. If it supported the bongo drums, maybe then I'd get rid of my Wii, or my GameCube version because this would be like the definitive version because they did add some new enemies and they added a new boss battle. Right. Um, but I, I, it, was a, it was a fun little platformer for the, for the GameCube. So I, I don't think that this is too bad of a deal for $30 if you don't already have it. Well, what I wouldn't probably pay $30 for is Burger Island. Not that I think it's a bad game, but it's one of those um, simulation games where you're, it's a lot like Cooking Mama or it's like Cake, Cake Mania. Mania. Yeah. Right. Except for it's burgers and you're on an island. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played some of it on the PC before. It's Flash-based, right. I mm-hmm. didn't have a PC that I could download it to. Yeah, it, it's a perfectly enjoyable little Flash game. So... So uh, thirty dollars. This seems like it should have come out for twenty. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That was my whole point of that. So mm-hmm. anyway, not a bad game. A little steep for thirty bucks. Um, I almost the same thing could be said for Party Pigs, but they actually did debut Party Pigs at twenty dollars, which makes more sense to me. So Party Pigs Farmyard Games is actually um, pigs in track and field events. Running, shot put. Okay. Yeah. And they they couldn't have timed this up any better with <laughs> the swine flu. flu. Yeah. No, but I don't think you'll get swine flu playing the game. Or don't, eating don't pork. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna get swine flu. Period. Me? Anybody? No. Pro- well, some people might. Well, some. I mean, people. it exists, but it's not called swine flu anymore. It's H one N one flu. That is not nearly as as uh, threatening. Exotic, no. No, that that is not going to catch on. You know what the miracle is? You need to have a better name. I did not have anyone call me at the office and ask me about pig flu. And I didn't have anyone bring their cat in thinking their cat had pig flu. Or their dog. Which to me is a small miracle. 
I'm disappointed nobody came in with their cat asking if it had swine flu. I'm sure at the university they did because they actually have pigs and stuff there. And now the bigger problem is not people getting swine flu, but all the people with swine flu giving it to pigs. Because that could wipe out the, the pork market. Not good. Oh, the irony. <laughs> I know. Uh, oh, see, we've got a little current events. It's, it's a great show. There's My Horse and Me riding for gold. I did not. That's current. Other than watch who won the um, Kentucky Derby, Derby, I did not research this game at all. I'm not going to pretend. I don't think you need to. No. Uh, on the DS, we have Imagine Music Fest. That um, wasn't mine. No, that was one of mine. It, it is exactly what you would think it would be. Except if you were a 12-year-old girl and imagined what a music fest was. Not if you were a grown adult and imagined what a music fest was. <laughs> because then it gets a little odd. It's, it's almost a game that you wouldn't want to give to, like, your daughter. Yeah. It's like, eh, I don't know. I've never really fest. been to a music fest. Do the VH1 parties on the river count? What were those called? The Q102 party in the park? Yeah. Why did I say VH1? Q102. The party in the park. Who did you I see down there? Oasis. Oh, nice. Nice. I, I saw it was some... the same. What was that song that was like standing in a phone booth with the money in my hand? Something. Oh, you know my God. Song? Oh, yeah. I definitely I saw know them. That. It's standing outside a broken phone right. booth with, yeah, money in my hand. Right. And the uh, blue cars people. Dishwalla. Yeah, they were all in I got, with, I got that one off the top have, of my head. They always have like five or six groups at a time. Mm hmm. That was a quality concert you saw. It was. There. It was pretty good. Yeah. Uh,. Imagine if you could do that again on your DS. I'd rather not. <laughs> uh, what is this Jagged Alliance game for the DS? I'm not familiar with this series, but apparently in the mid-90s there was a big uh, PC-based uh, tactical looks, series. It actually looks fun. It, it's actually supposed to be okay. Um, at least the PC games were. Uh, so it's a squad-based uh, mercenaries strategy game. Kind of uh, similar to to like a Final Fantasy Tactics where you move your people around the map and it's turn-based mm-hmm. and they all have different abilities, but it's they're mercenaries. They're not wizards and stuff. <laughs> but uh, okay. it, it looks okay. Um, $30 for that. I think it might have gotten pushed back. Uh, it, it's being published by Empire Interactive or Atari, depending on which website you go to. And Empire Interactive just went uh, into administration, which means they're having... Uh, quite a bit of layoffs and their company isn't doing too hot. I don't they go into administration? Yes. That means they lay off um all of their development teams, I guess. I've never heard that like that term before going into administration. You don't I, mean arbitration. No, administration. Okay. Uh it was on my Google Reader a bunch in the headline. Oh, okay. I I didn't bother to read the stories per se. Okay. But it looked like it was bad. All right, something bad. Um, Puzzle Kingdoms is coming out for the DS, and this is actually one that we should talk about because the guy behind Puzzle Quest is also behind Puzzle Kingdoms. And it's not the Bejeweled-based puzzle game like Puzzle Quest is. It's a new game. It still looks like it's jewel-based, It is jewel-based, but it's different. It's And I I did not um, get to see any active gameplay or whatever but it is different it's, it's going to be matching colors of some right. sort it's, i mean it's matching in some kind how different can it really be but um but it does have a little bit of um i, I guess i called them real-time strategy aspects to it because you have people on a board that you move around right. based on and so it, it's but you know it's still got the kings and the queens and the the rpg elements where you upgrade things as you go through and you get new spells and um they're there are Wii controls for the Wii version. Obviously, the DS has touchscreen controls. Um, I think it'd be interesting to try the DS version. I have no interest in the Wii version. No, I don't, I don't want to play I, the I Wii mean, either. I think this would be something that I could play instead of playing uh, Bookworm when I'm falling asleep at night. So, Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to pick it up. I find it interesting that it is developed by Infinite Interactive, Mm-hmm. But this is going through Zoo Games, a, a much smaller. Uh, well, I don't know if they're smaller, but all of the rest of them have gone through D three Publisher. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, this Puzzle Quest game isn't called Puzzle Quest, although it says from the makers of Puzzle Quest on well, it. Well, and it's the one, the guy that 
that came up with Puzzle Quest. It's his. But it, I think what the problem is is that it may not be the whole team. Well, it might not be, but it's on – I looked at Infinite Interactive's website, and right. it is a game from them. Right. Uh, it's just interesting. They went through a different publisher and didn't call it Puzzle Quest Puzzle Kingdoms. Yeah. So that there's something odd going on here, but I'm not quite Who sure knows? what it is. It's probably the legalities of yeah, there's so, the naming rights. There's something and, going on there. Yeah. Um, but it is also out on PC. I guess it's already been out on PC. Is it going to come out to Xbox Live Arcade? It has not been announced for Xbox Live Arcade. That would be a shame. Uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully it comes out. Well, if it's... I'll buy the DS version of it anyway. So. Right. $20. Yeah. Sure. Elite Forces Unit 77. Yeah, that came out last week, and it is a squad-based uh, kind of three-quarters view shooter that's got a military feel to it. Like, it, it's kind of got a similar look to Jagged Alliance, actually, but this is uh, more real-time uh, than than Jagged Alliance. Uh, a lot of the things, yeah, yeah, a lot of the things that I've... I read about it was that it was similar to Operation Vietnam, another DS game that I did I not play. Know. I mean, this is like... No, no. I, I don't know much about this game at all, but <laughs> it, it got decent reviews in Europe. Okay. Well, if you're a real-time strategy fan... Mm-hmm. But this next game looks very interesting. It's Super Robot Tyson OG Saga Endless Frontier. That's a lot of words. Yeah. It's it's the latest Atlas RPG and They're coming out like one a week now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from the Super uh, Robot Wars series, though, which in Japan it's much more popular because it's all about the different uh, licensed properties of mechs. It's kind of bringing them together and fighting them against each other. Mm-hmm. In the U.S., it's not so much of that because of all the different licensing issues and that some of those series just don't have any value over here. Right. They don't make any sense. Uh, but... There are a couple, uh, Namco and, uh, oh no, there's not Namco or Capcom characters. There's some characters that were in Namco X Capcom, okay. which was a game that came out in Japan, but not over here. Okay. But it's the characters that were not Namco or Capcom characters. Okay. They are in this game as long I'm following, kind as, of. <laughs> in addition, there's some Xenosaga characters mixed okay. in. So there is a little bit of crossover feel, um. The battles are the interesting part because they're similar, I guess, to Draglade, if uh, anybody remember, remembers me talking about them, in that they play out in timing-based, action-oriented battles. So you can get all these crazy combos and you can switch characters in and out and everything. So that part of it looks really interesting to me. And if you own the GBA versions of the Super Robot Tyson games, you can put them in the DS and get uh, items. For the DS well, that's version. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Why haven't more games done that? Uh, there's been a few games that have tapped in, into the GBA slot, but that's fun. Uh, you also talked a lot about Leisure Suit Larry box office bust, and when we were in, oh, which store was that? The one next to Starbucks. That would be Game Crazy. Yes. Um, some guy came in and was really upset that they didn't have Leisure Suit Larry, and then the, the guy behind the counter was trying to convince him to order it for an extra ten dollars shipping fee. And yeah, yeah, he was he was really like, dude, Meyer's right next door. I'm pretty sure that they might have it. Yeah, if we're in it's vicinity not sold of out. two GameStops, Meyer, a Best Buy, two GameStops, Walmart, a Walmart. <laughs> yeah, Play and Trade isn't Best really that Buy. Far. Yeah, there was plenty of places to get Leisure Suit Larry box office bust, and he really didn't want to uh, get them from anywhere. If no, if what the reviews of the three that was the bottom line is that you didn't really want that game. Yeah, so the PS3 version of it's coming out this week, uh, but it got horrible reviews, and I would suggest staying away. And for the PlayStation Two, last week was Backyard Baseball 2010, and for the PSP was Dynasty Warriors Strike Force. Uh, which there was a demo of that, if you were so inclined. If you were a Dynasty Warrior. I am not. Nope, me neither. So, on to the DL. Here what are just Animal Crossing stuff. Send our, spend our money on? For the DSi, there's Animal Crossing Calculator and Animal Crossing Clock. <laughs> yeah. For $2 each. That's ridiculous. That's like, okay, so my Mac came with a calculator and a little weather thing, and it, you know, tells me what time it is. That's like asking people to pay for that. It's ridiculous. Mm. 
I want to be... I, I'm mixed on this. Okay, since when should people have to pay for... I mean, that's that's swag. That's just fan service. And if you're not going to just give okay. someone a, an Animal Crossing calculator, mm-hmm. like, you're going to charge me for that? Okay. Like, I buy your games. I give you my money. And then you're going to make me pay $2 for a calculator? All right. I agree with you. Like, I, I was going to say... Because the only people that want that are fans. And those are the only people that want those things are people that have already forked over their money for City Folk and for every title that really hasn't been all that different. That's like slapping in the face. It's like, you know what? Thanks for all your business. Now give us more of your money. Okay, I can't argue with that. I, I was going to compare them to themes on Xbox and PlayStation, but... uh yeah, that argument holds true for those, too. That'd be like, okay, you know, I realize that I just did $1,000 worth of surgery on your dog, but I'm really going to have to uh, charge you for taking the stitches out. I'm pretty sure that most people would smack me. Eh, it's, it's not a perfect analogy, but I see where you're going with it. You know, that's just, it's courtesy. You know what, if you develop a clock for Animal Crossing, you should just give it to us. Because really, the only people that want it have already bought your games. That is very true. Uh, you know what I did buy? Penguins and Friends. Hey, that's my fish. <laughs> Eight dollars we wear. Okay. It is actually a video game version of a board game. That's fun. Yes. It is a hex-based game. Okay. Where on each of the hexes, mm-hmm. there are either one fish, two fish, or three fish. Okay. And to start off the game, uh, you can play with up to four players. Mm-hmm. There's You take your penguins, and if you're playing with two players, you each get four penguins. So, alternately, you stick your penguins on the board. Right. But you have to put it on a space with only one fish to begin with. Now, the entire goal of the game is to collect as many fish as possible. Okay. And the way the board game works is that you can only move... In the square directions. So if you have hexagons, the sides that match up to where they're parallel with each other. Okay. You can only move in that direction. Yeah. Now, once you leave a piece of ice, mm-hmm. that ice disappears. This is kind of like explaining someone verbally how to put together an Ikea dresser. I don't see it <laughs> happening. Just, just, so you like it? I do like it. Okay. The one thing I are would like penguins, better... Are the penguins from Madagascar? They, they are not. You can pretend they are. Because that would totally have sold a lot more. Yeah. Throw a little I like to move it, move it from King Julian, which is, by the way, on my, on my iPhone now. Oh, boy. <laughs> Did you buy that? No, I got, it, I got it off the internet. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I didn't buy it. But your ring is not a Super Mario Brothers ring. I didn't give you King Julian thing. I oh, like you just you had the ringtone of, right. of King. Okay, I thought you were said you had. I was thinking you had like the full on MP3 that you were listening to. <laughs> no, that'd be freaking awesome, though. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like it. I wish it had online play, and I wish it was on Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah, because then we could play together. Well, you can. We can play together still on the Wii. But it's just not going to have that much lasting appeal because there's not. First of all, there's no achievements. There's a story mode, kind of. Like, there's you just play against the computer, basically. Right. And it doesn't save your progress. Oh. So yeah, it has an easy, normal, and hard. Could have sold a lot more of those. Uh, yeah, I, th- I hope it comes to Xbox Live Arcade as, as well with some more with features. With online play. Yeah, with online play. It'd be a lot of fun online. So what about this tower toppler? That is... Is that, like, topple? No, that is not like Topple. Uh, and we have that, I think. Uh, I had it growing up. We might have Topple in the basement. Mm-hmm. Which, speaking of that, we clean the basement. I'll have to take some pictures. You should take pictures of our gigantic basement. I could roller skate down there. It's not, it's not finished at all. No. But I'll, I'll take some pictures. No, but you have all your video games down there. And now you could actually play down there. Yeah. Uh, Tower Toppler, though, is a, it's a virtual console game for the Commodore 64. Um, and it starred a frog-like creature that was trying to climb to the top of towers. So the intriguing thing about it was that it was a platforming where you were going left or right, and by doing that, the tower was rotating. Okay. 
makes so, sense. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it, it's kind of added a new twist for, like, Again, back in that day. That could totally be an entry into the contest. And you thought my contest was stupid. <laughs> but $5, uh, I've never actually played it, but the videos I watched of it looked looked all right. I'm sure if you have nostalgia for it that you'll, you will enjoy it. Okay, moving on. Patapon 2. So I was really excited about this. Really? Well, because I liked Patapon. You liked it for the first few hours. Yeah. There again, repetitive gameplay on a handheld. Not my friend. Yeah, which I was sort of excited. Like, I was thinking I was excited about Patapon 2 as well. And then you were like, oh, yeah. And then I remember Patapon 1, and I got maybe five or six hours into it. And then the grind started coming in, and it got really repetitive. You had to keep on playing the same levels over and over again. I'm not good at those timing-based things, yeah. and I wasn't very good at Patapon. Yeah, okay, so, so now uh, that you've made me not excited about it, how does it look? It looks like Patapon. Patapon yeah, I, again. It looks like Patapon again, but Patapon they're only selling... Yeah. Visited. They're only selling it as a downloadable game. Well, at least they're smart there. I mean, they're really not. And you don't have cases, and you know you don't have the... Landfill full ETs. <laughs> That's true, I, I guess, because I don't think the Patapon one They're was going a huge green. Hit. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to push that. They should have had that come out during Earth Week. Go green, download. Yep, download Patapon. Uh, also, we should for... have all, I totally am all on board when all of our games are downloadable. Ooh, no I'm discs, not. I'm no not. Nothing. Why? I, I like shelves of stuff. Yeah, no crap. Yeah. You no, you have too much stuff. Mm-hmm. Our entire basement is full of full of your stuff, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have to have children soon. They'll like stuff. Otherwise, too. when you die, there's gonna be no one to go through it all. <laughs> well, that's a pleasant thought. That's why I should have kids so they can get through all my stuff in my basement. Have you seen all that stuff? I have. I like it. No, but why? I mean, seriously, you mean to tell me that you'd rather have a disc that you had to pop in every time with an instruction booklet that you never use with a case that you really don't need versus just turning on your your TV and your console and having it download all your games for you? Yes. You're you're the reason why the ozone is gone. (laughs) Yes, without without me, it would still be there. I, I think it's still there anyways, You right? and Aquanet from the 80s. <laughs> what can you do? I, I, I like physical games. Yeah, they need to live in the basement and not be overtaking our office. They are overtaking our office. There's just a tub of Dreamcast games that need to go down in the basement. It's the only game in eyeshot here, I think. Yeah, but this... You moved to have them down there this morning, I'm sure. Oh, no. no that was this weekend when we were cleaning the basement. Why do you but have this? Why do I have what? Mind. What were we going to ask? This. What is this? Uh-huh. Like, why could you not have thrown this away? It's the internet from AT&T for Sega Dreamcast? Oh, that came with the Dreamcast. That was, you could sign up for AT&T WorldNet. And, and get on this new thing called the internet? Yeah, you could get on the internet with your Dreamcast. And I think that was like nine ninety nine a month for to sign up for AT&T WorldNet. That's a valuable disc right there. <laughs> and what else you got? Sega Dreamcast generator, playable bits and video clips. You kept all these? You could play Ready to Rumble Boxing, which just got released as a downloadable. Power Stone, Monaco Grand Prix. Sonic Adventure, Sega Bass Fishing? Seriously. Yeah, they're demos of all the games I own. Exactly. <laughs> On one convenient disc. You have to pop in every time. And then when you get to the end of the demo, then you got to find the actual game. Oh, I can just actually play the game. Oh, my. Yeah, the, the, those things aren't, aren't big. on. What game is this? You know it's We're good through... when it's still sealed. Oh, that would be Carrier. I, I picked that up years ago at a Toys R Us clearance. It was two bucks. Survival horror. It looks horrible. I mean, look at those people on the back. Seriously. They're ready to get done. They got their space marine suits on. That's a, that's like a zombie creature on the front. We need to just I think that's... The regular 
I think that 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 uh, if I'm oh, correct, they even have a double. You meaning. made me play this game, and you talked about how great stupid microphone was, and how it was gonna grow like the sea monkeys. Well, you know what? I had more fun with the real sea monkeys that you bought me in college than I did with this game. I can't believe you're bad mouthing Sea Man. It was boring. It's great. Stupid. I remember falling asleep to you playing this game. I, I enjoyed it. The microphone is not even in here. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Oh, uh, it's probably with the controllers, so. Not in here. It's probably got lost. No, it's with the controllers. There's well, other games that good. use the microphone. So the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stupid this, this is a fascinating, uh, <laughs> you just going through a tub of Dreamcast games yeah, ending with the show. It's pre-owned from the Blockbuster sale for two ninety nine. No, that's mistagged. It was 99 cents. At one point, Blockbuster cleared out all their Dreamcast games for 99 cents Tomb each. Raider, The Last Revolution. Revelation. Yeah, this one's good. What's this yeah. one? Typing of the Dead. Typing of the Dead's excellent. That's and I did find the keyboard. Mm-hmm. This one. This looks. That's a good game. Last Blade Two. It's a fighting game. It doesn't look bad. <laughs> Do you want to get through the rest of these new releases, or should I just go while you dig through? I'll just go while you're digging through yeah. there. Uh, there's What's Puzzle Quest Galactrix for the PS3. Uh, that would be Elemental Gimmick <laughs> Gear, otherwise known as Egg. <laughs> Uh, it, it's a it's a blue spacesuit. When of some a man sort. awoke from a long, long sleep, what was waiting for him? Hope or despair? I'm gonna go with despair because hope would be a really boring video game. That was a game about evolution, if I if I remember correctly. Like evolution two. <laughs> that that game was not about evolution. It just happened to be called that. Evolution one. Yeah. Have you played any of these? This is even a... This, you don't even have the... This is what we printed. Yeah, we printed out the cover for that, because I just had the disc. Oh, I wasted so much ink. And then for Xbox Live Arcade this week, we have Arkanoid Live for $10. You're trying to get through the show, <laughs> Well, I'm not sure what you're doing over there, so uh, we hey, can keep maybe, going. Maybe, maybe you'll put away your games, and then I won't have anything to go for. No, keep, keep going. I got this handled. Yeah. Arkanoid Live, uh, which is... It's it's a remake of Arkanoid, but it's ex- exactly the same levels. I don't know what Arkanoid is. Arkanoid is Breakout. Oh, with with power ups and enemies. Okay. Uh, great game, but uh, I it just didn't hold uh, my attention very long playing the demo because it controls with the analog sticks instead of a paddle. Uh, so it, or the TI eighty two calculator. <laughs> right. Uh, so that and Space Invaders Extreme, uh, both the Taito games that came out for the DS and the PSP already. Zombie Wranglers looks like fun. Uh, Space Invaders Extreme is actually extremely good. Uh, very updated, uh, like Luminous style graphics and that same kind of techno type music. Zombie Wranglers, uh, the jury's still out on that. I played the demo a little bit. Might be more fun in co op, but it's kind of a cartoony uh, third pa- person action game where you're going around shooting and sucking up zombies into your vacuum. And eh, the rest of the stuff came out last year, <laughs> last week. No, hold on. You can list them. Okay. I just can't stay. I mean, I'm out of beer and sweethearts. <laughs> Make a run to the store. <laughs> uh, there was Clubhouse Games Express, Card Classics, Paper Airplane Chase for DSi games for last week. Kokoto platform jumper yeah that how is that that looks like something i might want to play no uh it's no. mediocre it was a ps2 budget game originally no banaga's ambition mm-hmm turn-based strategy nah. for the snes oh banjo tooie i really like this game and i actually previewed this game because i like the banjo oh you wrote a preview for this as well i did okay i'll have to insert yours in there instead of mine mine was just a one one sentence uh, takeaway. Mine wasn't that much better. Okay. Uh, but it's good. I mean, the thing about the banjo games is there's lots of stuff to collect, and they're really good. Oh, but the thing you didn't say about this is in the original Banjo-Tooie, there was a quick swap Stop feature, and swap. Stop and swap, and mm-hmm. they reinstated that. It didn't. It wasn't in the 64 right, it didn't version, work. Yeah. but it is in this, and it's not a direct port. They did upgrade it and sharpen the graphics. Yeah, like they did on the first one. So... Um, I keep falling asleep while I'm trying to play the first one, though, so I don't know if these have held up well. Um, well, maybe... Hmm, I don't know. Yeah, also for Xbox Live Arcade last week was Cyber Troopers Virtual on Oratorio Tangram. Which Tangram? If, like Tangrams? No. Not like Tangrams. That's the same word. 
You said Tangram. Tangram. But it's Tangram. I think Tangram has an extra A in there. Does it? I think so. Uh, if you'd have dug deep enough in that Dreamcast <laughs> bin over there. Is there Tangrams in here? You, no. Tangrams? There or Tangram? This game. There had oh. been this game. Uh, and it is arcade-style robot fighting one-on-one. Uh, kind of kind of fun. Okay, now this still sealed. Like okay, I make fun of all the all the blockbusters that are trying to sell like you know the sports games from five years ago. But do we really need Sega Sports Tennis Two K Two? That was the sequel to Virtual Tennis, which I have for the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, <laughs> the newest version. Sealed. Hmm. Maybe if I meet Venus and Serena one day, they'll be able to sign that. If you meet Venus and Serena one day, oh look, NBA 2K1, Sega Sports. Those were good games. I played those a lot. Who is that? It's Alan Iverson. He just looks so much older now. Oh wait, it's because the game is eight years old. <laughs> and then last week we also had Sorry uh, for, for ten dollars. Project Justice. That is an excellent, excellent really? fighting game. Man, it looks like a T. No, that is that is. Uh, Project Justice, the sequel to Rival Schools. I didn't play that one either. No, not your type of game. And then Xbox Originals last week were Max Payne and Max Payne 2 for $15 each, which you get a lot cheaper if you just bought used. And uh, I guess we'll we'll close out the show now if if you're done looking through that bin. I am. Okay. Okay. We should just apologize now for the show. (laughs) Go ahead and wrap us up there. How? I mean, how do I wrap up that? Well, I mean, do we even want... I mean, is it really fair for GoDaddy to sponsor this? <laughs> I, I think it is. I, I, I think they're happy to sponsor it. Okay. Well, as always, we are sponsored by GoDaddy. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blogcast, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of CAGCAST or CAG4Play, you can enter the code GAMER1, that's G-A-M-E-R-1, and get your .com domain name for just $7.49 a year. Some restrictions apply. See their website for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Sounds good. And I'm sure we're still on iTunes. You can review us there if you'd like. iTunes hasn't been replaced. No, (laughs) I I think it's still around. Uh, There was no CADcast this week because Wombat was sick and Cheapy is on a mini vacation. Where is he? Uh, Mini vacationing somewhere. Somewhere. He's been Twittering about it. Um, I haven't clicked on the links. I don't remember. Somewhere in Japan? Somewhere in Japan. Yeah. I was thinking we should go to Japan next year. Okay. Sounds good. I was thinking maybe that should be because you know I don't want to go someplace where I can't drink the food or drink the food, <laughs> drink the water, or eat the food, and I don't want to get sick again on vacation. We can go to Japan. I think that's what we should do. All right, we'll do that then. Hopefully, uh, she'll be still over there. We'll have to get him to stay over there at least till we go visit. Is he planning not to be? We oh, can I go don't this know. year. Yeah, as far as I know, he's still. But you've got uh, E3 coming up. I do have E3 coming up at the end of this month. We're starting to set up appointments and that type of stuff. Uh, you can read our previews on the front page of CAG. Yep. And you can email us at shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com. Don't forget to enter the contest, um, whatever you really want to enter. Just enter something. Yes, for Avalon code from right. DS. And that's it. I think that, that pretty much does it. Well, you, you can finish going through that bin of games. No. I'm, You're done now? I'm done with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Had your fun? Yep, I've had my fun. Alright, so have I. Mm-hmm.